0: last time on save the d8 if
1: anything's like these little floppy fishes they got here steak to the table it's probably going to be worth it
0: the steaks are kind of pointy though and i i take one out of my mouth and i pick my teeth with it
1: let me make him out of bubble shapes
2: <laughs> i'm good i've talked yeah. to everyone yeah. except for the prince who i heard that by the way so i have no interest in talking to them <laughs> <laughs>
3: Giddy, take those out of your mouth. That looks really painful.
0: But it's like I have uh, vampire teeth.
1: <laughs> okay, that is pretty some cool. might consider it might be kind of offensive in this company, you know. They will offer you a plate.
0: I don't know. I
3: can't tell if Haven's super into it or super not into yeah. it. <laughs>
0: I don't know that I'm I don't know that I'm into it.
1: Excuse me, was was this shark man ethically sourced? <laughs>
4: so you are standing in front of the prince in the sitting room which is pretty much that of a library a couple of sitting and fainting couches are there Um, and a pretty decadent throne has also been put there Um, it doesn't match the rest of the decor where everything else is uh, reds and silvers this is uh, purple and gold matching the prince's outfit
2: kind of putting on airs. this guy is seventh in line he's never seeing an actual throne
4: what the fuck (laughs) And he will bow to you all and say, please, sit, sit, please. Shelley, sit, sit close to me here. Okay. <laughs> I've been told that your materials have been brought back up to the surface and that your ship is being fixed as we speak.
2: Insight check. <laughs> do I, do I believe that? 19.
4: Yes. Yes, you do believe it. Um, You also, from your insight, believe that there is more to this than just being hospitable and kind.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay.
4: Vladimir is a servant of mine. Works very well. When he said that there were land dwellers that had come here, I was particularly interested. And I told him to invite you for dinner so we could speak. I'm also the one who covered the costs of your materials.
2: It's very gracious of you.
4: Yes, I have two propositions for you. One being that of a personal nature to myself, the other being one for our people. Does either of this interest you?
2: You were so kind as to provide our materials, so the very least we can do is listen to your proposals.
4: Well, first off, I know that you don't speak our language, so I have no true fear that you will start telling this to the the people. So I would hope at least as well you would keep your composure for it. We are outgrowing the cave. We are losing space for people to live comfortably. Being vampires, we live very long unnatural lives and... Um, well, it's uh, the turnover rate is not so great. Uh, even with the war that we have with the Kokobora, it has become tiring and distressing. Speaking with my father, he believes that we are to go and crush the Kokoboras, but I do not believe this, as it's been 2,000 years of war and neither side has waned. You are travelers from other worlds. You have the ability to go between the worlds, yes?
2: A little. In an incredibly limited
4: fashion. But you could go to other worlds, though, right?
0: That is true, yeah.
4: We have a small trade agreement with the Middleverse clan, but they won't teach us how to traverse the chaos, as they call it. I ask of you if you would be willing to take something for us so we may find a new place to live.
0: What do you want us to take?
4: He will look at his servants that have been posted off in the corner and he'll wave for them to come over and they'll bring out a small chest. He will turn it around, open it in front of you and you will see a obsidian pyramid It has been polished, so shiny that you could see your reflection in it. It's also, it has no sharp edges. It's all, you know, it looks like it's been very heavily worked. If you would like, you can do an arcana check. Yeah. Those that have a magical ability can sense magic on it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can I use my magic sense to see what, what class of magic it is?
4: Yes, you can. Um, the class of magic that you can tell is, uh, it is the conjuration class. Okay. I
1: got a natural 1 on Arcana by the way. So
0: <laughs> I rolled out. a cool solid pyramid. 10 total. Okay, I will do a Arcana check. Never mind. <laughs>
3: that's a 3. All right, step aside. And I will step back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's going to be a 10. DM
4: You can tell that it is a magical object.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I I think it's fair to say that we cannot commit to this mission without consulting with the captain of the ship that we are sailing on.
4: The prince will plead to you, as I am told that they are fishermen of the Middleverse. They will not help us because it is not part of their code. But you are not fishermen, as I understand. No. Then you have no obligation to not help us in our time of need.
3: Well, Prince, I'll tell you, our obligation is to get home, and we are trying to do that, and the fishermen currently are our best way home. So unless you can give us a better offer on how to get home, we're taking their side. I
4: cannot get you home. I have no knowledge of being able to figure where your home is. But if you take this beacon with you, and you're able to find a home that could let our kind survive and thrive, it would be most appreciative. This beacon here has conjuration magic to create the teleportation of Astroplane. We can use it to cross without needing to traverse the waves of chaos as the fishermen do. But we have no ability to go with them. If you already have passage with the ship, if you take this and find a land where the night is thriving weak, We can make a home for ourselves there. And I know I cannot help you find your home, as I'm not sure where you are from. But I am willing, I I can give you gold, and gold can do lots of work. That's a better offer. That helps
3: us. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for ways to help us. (laughs) What
4: is your price?
3: Precious is you.
4: What's the other thing you want? The personal one. This one is a bit embarrassing to have to explain a servant of mine has run off with a very important book I need you to retrieve this book for me and bring it back so
1: ran off with a book just around here or like jumped dimensions and has a book somewhere totally elsewhere
4: They stole a very important book of magic of mine and they snuck aboard one of the fishermen's ships and escaped to God knows where. Hmm. I don't know where they have gone, but if you're able to find it, I am more than willing to, to, to pay for the services of bringing it back to me. It is most valuable to me and I need it as urgent as possible. I can tell you the name of the servant who ran away. His name is Carpenter.
2: And he has stolen a book of magic? Yes. Why?
4: I would prefer to keep that private.
2: Hmm. Uh, what is the book, exactly? Can you tell us that?
4: Yes. It is the book of Arangar.
2: Does that mean anything to any of us?
4: Um. Well, you guys can roll history checks if you'd like. You can also roll persuasion if you want to try to get more information out of them.
2: 13 on history.
4: and 9 on history, but
1: 18 on persuasion. Yep. Anybody else?
3: Yeah, I'm gonna let Shelly handle this. I'll see how that persuasion goes.
4: For history, you know Arangar as a lich.
1: Ah. Uh. So, like, the more information you can give us about the carpenter, the book, uh, you know, any of it. Like, what the book's used for, like, it's just gonna be more helpful if we're gonna go find it. Because telltale signs, uh, you know, uh, smoke in the mist, uh, all these kinds of things. You know, we need to know what we're looking for.
4: (sighs) Okay. And he'll put his hand out and rest it on yours. Okay. (laughs) And as he speaks, he's just gonna kind of rub his thumb on the back of your hand. Okay. It is Arangon's book. On how one may become a lich, it is a very, very powerful book. It was my father's book. He does not know that it is gone right now, but once he does, he will be very, very angry.
1: Ah oh, shit! It's a Sandlot, but with a, a lich book. Sandlot? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a story about um, uh, weasels where.
2: We really don't have time for this. Weasels. Shall we?
1: Okay.
4: If you are able to retrieve this book and bring it back to me in time, then you know I can get it back before my father finds out about it. At the moment, he knows that I have it for study, but I can only hold it off for so long.
2: Do you fear that Carpenter is using it for the sake of becoming a lich?
4: The thought has crossed my mind, but in the readings of the book, you don't just become an all-powerful lich right off the bat. It takes time and study, which the book can help with. But there are certain requirements that you must have in order to gain the powers of a lich, and Carpenter is not one of magical affinity as far as I know. To sell it, then? Most likely. I believe that is what his plan is, as it is a very powerful book, and it's one of a kind. It's his Uh, it is his own personal story of how he became lich
2: yeah we can't exactly have we can't exactly let some guy just sell how to become a lich to like the highest bidder out there in the cosmos that's not the best idea
0: for sure then what are you offering us
4: well I can offer of course gold as payment I can offer information maybe some influence that I have here I have one other thing that I could offer, but it is kind of more of a last resort.
0: You can't put that on the table without us wanting to know what it is.
4: I would like to keep it as the trump card in case I cannot convince you.
0: Well, oh, you can't convince us.
4: <laughs> Are you really just going to leave like that? And he'll grasp your hand, Shelley. Okay, yeah, okay. Just chill out a little bit here.
2: <laughs> I will say this. If you do want us to take your beacon and find a place for your future home, that is a high price to assure that we don't just take your beacon and throw it into a pit of lava, for instance.
4: It is true, but- It's
2: a lot of trust, which can be bought, but it can often be bid for. So I would shoot high, perhaps, when you are offering us payment for this.
4: Well, I did ask what your price was, but you negated to tell me. Um, I will offer, say, 2,500 gold for the beacon and 1,000 gold for the book.
2: Absurd. It's insulting, frankly, to lowball us.
1: Yeah, we we know you're seventh in line for a bigger fortune than that.
2: Well, and frankly, we hop to the next plane and someone willing to pay us 3,000 gold for your all-powerful beacon not that hard.
4: What if I pay thirty five hundred up front, and then I pay you an additional thirty five hundred once they are completed?
2: I was offered ten thousand to be a champion six months from now. So no, that's still low balling us. Then what is your price? Higher than ten thousand. We're looking
1: at I think we're looking at six figures for these stakes. Um
4: persuasion. Nine. Is that with your advantage? Oh, right. Oh, I forgot. Okay, 18. Am I rolling as well or no? Um, If you would like,
2: yes, you can. I would not like.
4: I cannot give six figures, as you say. But I will make this deal with you. And I will throw my trump card on the table as such large numbers will be seen within accountants. 10,000 gold now. And I give Shelly a spell mark. And then once completed, I give you an additional 10,000 for the beacon and 5,000 for the book.
1: Let's say, uh, for entertainment's sake, that some of us here don't know what a spell mark is. If you were to define that, what would you say?
4: A spell mark is a magical conduit that is placed upon your body it is a permanent ideal of using magic which will give you both a strong boon but also potentially a drawback what is the drawback it depends on the spell mark the thing with a spell mark is is that you don't get to choose your spell mark it is just brought upon from the natural ability inside
2: you it chooses you
4: It is a very special arrangement that typically only royalty and only very few of those who serve royalty are allowed to have. I will show you. And they take a hand and they will wipe their face and makeup will come off. you will see as there are several lines that go down their face um, on the cheeks, the eyes, to the ears, to the jaw. That look like they are just kind of pulsing with a pearlescent bluish pink power. Does it does it have to
1: go on on your face? Because you know, I maybe somewhere like my lower back or you know my biceps, something else a little more out of sight, out of mind.
4: I cannot tell you exactly where it goes when the spell mark happens. It just, whatever your power comes from, is where it usually shows oh god
0: (laughs) your butt
4: (laughs) what (laughs) for me and my spell mark, I am that of the conduit my spells are overcharged when I cast them unfortunately at times when that happens it can go wild so I have to be very careful when I cast my spells
2: it's a hell of a boon you don't need an arcane focus for that
4: hmm No, that is powered through the mark itself.
3: I think we're going to need a minute, Prince.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he'll just sit back in his throne.
1: To ourselves. Oh, like in the room by ourselves, yeah.
4: Oh, oh, yes. Sorry. Uh,
3: Please, uh, take your
4: time. And he'll, he'll leave with his servants.
3: I'm not convinced we're alone, but this is good enough.
2: Um... Let me do a quick, uh, divine sense. Wait, hold on. No, that wouldn't work. It needs to be not behind total cover. So if there's anyone invisible, that wouldn't do anything for me. So never mind.
4: I mean, if you want to see if there's anybody invisible, you can do Arcana to see if there's a magic being thrown about. Um, I don't know if, Giddy, you can still use your ability anymore.
0: I can. Well, it's location of any spell that isn't behind total cover.
4: Well you will notice that there is some magic um, of enchantment in a couple of spots around the room and uh, you, it seems like it's mostly around like the light sources really maybe uh, one or two of the books have enchantment on them
2: I think we're just going to have to do our best
3: that's fine it's more a power move anyway I want it Which what? the money? the pyramid? the book?
0: no, I want the mark
3: oh It was offered to Shelly. I I don't know if we can...
1: Well, then you go have a a normal conversation with him and then get rubbed on.
0: I do feel like the price should be higher.
2: 20,000 gold and an incredibly rare spell mark? Spell marks are nearly unheard of. Who is to say that
0: that is promised? He said he would do it. Yeah. Obviously, it would have to be done before we leave. If it is done before we leave, then yeah.
1: He won't be able to like talk to me when I don't want him to from it, will he? I'm I'm
2: not an expert on spell marks again. Oh
4: God
0: that, that might be the downfall.
4: Anybody want to roll history on spell marks? You're more than welcome to. <laughs> no, <laughs> Shirley still doesn't know.
0: <laughs> I know they exist. Do do people in the Fae use spell marks?
4: No, the people in the Fae do not use spell marks.
0: Alright, that's what I thought. Because our magic is naturally occurring.
4: Correct.
3: I don't know anything about these portals, but this seems like an easier way to to get us around. If it's what he says.
0: Definitely, since we don't have a destiny left to tie us.
2: And it wouldn't hurt to have a bankroll, honestly. We've been lucky as it is, walking around with virtually nothing we're really depending on the kindness of strangers here and there's only so long that we're going to not fall into something incredibly incredibly bad if this is the worst sort of situation we can have
3: so far there's not a lot of collateral Can we could we could move on <laughs> if we decide this sucks we're just losing out on the reward
2: with 10,000 up front I guess that's pretty far
1: I kind of like riding around with the Boondaburras
2: Oh, I don't want to leave the Boondaburs, for sure, but also, um, I've spoken with their captain leader. They are lawful, hmm. which is not which is not bad. But by all means, let me not say that that's bad. It isn't bad. I'm just concerned if they find something about us that they don't like, that they could turn from our allies to our enemies quite quickly. At least here, we're looking at a sketchy deal in the face. There's nothing worse than a person who's lawful deciding that you are against them.
3: Hmm. They've been upfront for the most part. They're, they're rich and completely untethered to normal society, but at least we know where they're coming from.
0: Right. These are my people. Then I believe it is up to you, Haven. Well, and Shelley, do we say yes? We can we can take this deal we can
2: take this deal and still take the Bundaburras back to their home. Hmm. We don't have to say, say yes to this deal and immediately spit in the Bundesburras face.
1: I just don't want to be that good of friends with Lonnie.
2: <laughs> You're already calling him Lonnie, so <laughs> may ship a sail on be that only, one.
1: Only because let's be real, Prince is I think pretty in quotes for oh, this. Oh presumptuous. Guy.
3: True. <laughs> I, I don't think it'd have to be a very specific thing that that he could contact you all the time. But Shelly, if you don't even want to continue with this, we can uh, we can
2: try to uh, lose a little bit of gold to maybe make that mark on Giddy. If Giddy's the one that wants it so bad and you seem to not want it.
1: Yeah, I, I'm I'm not against it. I'm against L- Lonnie giving it to me. <laughs> because he's Doesn't already been nice to you. He, he's been too nice I said like one nice thing and made a water balloon animal for him that's that's very sweet I was trying to eat fish I just wanted to lose him get rid of him anyways um, I, I'd be fine if Giddy you want the spell mark I don't need it
0: I mean then I could actually use magic maybe maybe use magic
1: I think that's uh, where, the shot? where the shot I don't know what do we got to lose
3: Not much. A spell mark. There's not much we're putting up front, unlike him. So that means he has a lot to lose and we don't.
0: Yeah. True.
3: Okay. Well, anyone want to steal anything while we're here?
2: (laughs) We cannot steal while we're here. Absolutely (laughs) not.
3: We'd find out if there's anyone in here.
2: I don't know that we would. We might take what we have. Lonnie comes back in. Sorry. Sorry. The prince comes back in, and then we get executed before we leave, because secretly someone was watching us pocket all the silverware.
3: They're nice forks.
2: They're not that nice.
3: Okay, I'll go knock on the chamber door, wherever the prince went, and ask for him to enter.
4: You will, you will knock on the door. One of the servants will open it. You request the presence of the prince. Yes, please. He'll close the doors behind him. A few moments later, the prince will reappear. Come back, bow to you all, and sit back on the throne. Well,
3: we have thought about it. Thank you for these offers. You know, I'm not a big fan of you. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it's nothing personal i just I just have a I have a little bit of a disdain for not only people in power but people who are. Not in power, but waiting to be there. But you gave us a pretty good offer. But we have a request.
4: What is this request that you ask for? Giddy needs a spell mark. Not Shelly. If that is what it takes in order for you to help save my people, then okay. I um. Uh, I only had said Shelly just because they seem so nice and friendly, not as. Crass and rude as you, but if that is what it takes, then I I, I will have my spull weaver give it to Giddy here. Thank you.
0: Thank thank you.
4: Thank you. So you will do both then?
0: Look at everybody. Not my head.
4: <sighs> thank you very much. Not only are you helping people, but you are also helping me save face. I know that doesn't mean much to some of you, but for others, I appreciate it. He will wave over his head butler, and he will set in front of you 10,000 gold. Here is the payment, and please take the obelisk. When you find a new home, just place it down here and read off this incantation and he'll hand you a scroll with the incantation on it. And just to be sure that, um, you won't be found out, you will take a deep breath in and you'll watch as the power on his face, the magic, will start to shimmer as he casts a spell over the pyramid. And you can watch as the pyramid kind of has this little shimmer to it and then dissolves. I have put a ward against detecting magic. So unless it is a very high-powered level wizard, or maybe that of a god, more than likely nobody will be able to tell that it is a magical object. Well, Kitty, are you ready?
0: As ready as I'll ever be.
4: He'll stand up and move away from his throne and place his hands as if to ask you to sit there.
0: I go over and I sit in his chair
4: um roll me a d10 six okay let's see which one you get
0: my heart is beating like crazy right now
4: (laughs) okay (laughs) all right that's the one you got (laughs) oh no (laughs) (laughs) the two servants of the prince will come over to you giddy and they will start to chant, and as they chant, ethereal fibers will start to crawl out from their palms and begin to wrap around Giddy and put them into a kind of cocoon. As they keep chanting in Aquin, Shelly, you can tell in Aquin that they are, it's like a prayer to a god, as well as the flow of magic, chaos, time can watch as these ethereal fibers begin to shimmer with that blue-purple pearlescent shine to them and eventually they will completely die out as all the magic in those fibers swirls up to Giddy's head and then just dissipates. The servants will then using their talons on their fingers delicately cut open the cocoon. Giddy, you have passed out as they unfurl the cocoon. For everybody else now, you can see that now on Giddy's horns, there is a shimmer of pearlescent spirals going up the horns. Oh, it looks cool as hell. And Giddy, you awaken, you can feel this magical power inside of you, and... (laughs) I mean, this is kind of fitting, just because of your class. Your magical tap that you have inside you of your wild magic you can feel is empowered, is bolstered. You can just feel the waves of raw magic flowing around you. You have gotten the spell mark of Unstable. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> so you're a catalyst. Um, your presence makes magic unstable in a 10-foot radius around you. Um, so now anybody who casts a spell of level one or higher within you must roll d20 or wild magic goes off. Oh, good <laughs> Christ.
0: <laughs> Wait, hold on. What, one more time. My wild magic goes off?
4: No, Everybody. wild magic goes off for their spell. So if they're within 10 feet of you, wild <laughs> magic goes off. If they, if they, you know, roll don't a one, pass the yeah. d20 roll. Yeah.
0: Okay.
2: What the fuck? That's crazy. Like how well that fits. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: right. But you're empowered now. So now, um, I'll send this to you as afterwards as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as a reaction to another creature within 30 feet of you that casts a spell, you can empower their spell in one of three ways. You can bump up the effect of that spell as if it was one slot higher. You can give one target of the spell disadvantage on the first saving throw made against the spell, or you can add one d10 to one damage roll of the spell.
0: Okay, one slot higher uh, disadvantage on a save against the spell, and or a plus a d10 to a damage spell?
4: Yeah, um, I'll send these to you as well. Uh, okay. Everyone will be able to see it when I send it as well. And you can use this property a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and regain all expended uses When you finish a long rest. Sick.
2: That's fucking sick.
4: (laughs) And you look great.
0: And you look so fucking cool. Mistra, forgive me. It is unnatural. (laughs) But I needed it.
3: Okay. Well, thank you. But one more thing. (laughs) (laughs) This is more logistical than anything. We may not have a way to get back down here, nor do we have a way to communicate with you. What can we do to get back here next time?
4: Well, as you are with the fishermen, more than likely if they head to their home port of Middleverse, there is several ships that do trade with us as well as other worlds as well. You can either take passage with them and bring it back here, or if you would like, As I'm feeling off of you particularly, you could just send it via shipment. Once you do the spell for the obelisk, then we will know. Great. Thank you. Thank you. You have helped our people and me as well. I am very grateful to you. And one day when you are in trouble, please let me know so I can help. And he'll turn to Shelly. This is where I must say my goodbyes. Okay, goodbye. Aww. I do hope maybe one day we may be able to see each other again. As I have enjoyed your company. As I hope you might have enjoyed mine. Take care.
2: I Elbow, Shelly.
4: Sure. Yeah, maybe. We'll, yeah. And I'll take his leave. Um. Give me a deception check, actually. Who? You. What for uh, what, I, what, what am I deceiving? <laughs> give me a deception check. Uh
1: thirteen. With advantage. Oh yeah. Yeah, thirteen.
4: I think I think you can tell that you're actually maybe not as interested in him as he may be in you, and he looks a little dejected as he leaves. Still keeping his poise, mm-hmm. but you can tell he's a little dejected.
0: Okay.
3: Damn, Shelly, I can't believe I wasn't the meanest one there.
1: Listen, I didn't consent to hand rubbing.
3: I need to talk to Isaiah.
2: I hope that they're still here. Isaiah, right? Isn't that his name? Troik, Tro, Tro-, tro-, tro? the one that offered me the cha- the championship. Championship. Rafaela. Rafaela. Shit, I was one of those. Listen, you threw a lot of names at me. I didn't write oh, any names. of them down. Was any of them Isaiah?
4: Yes, Isaiah. <laughs> there was an Isaiah.
2: <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs>
4: Yes, there's Raphaela there's Raphaela troke and there's Isaiah Troke oh, as they are husband and wife.
2: Thank there you. Go. Hey, but hey, that's not bad. I got that it was a troke. So that is something. Yeah, Raphaela. Raphaela, Raphaela.
4: Yeah, um as as you are leaving you can see the rest of the vampires there who are all actually giving you a little clap. Um uh you can see that there is a small bit of disappointment on Raphaela and Isaiah's face though. Um, as everyone is now beginning to uh, it's like leaving the party but they're still like chatting, talking as they're beginning to mill out and you want to go and talk with Rafaela? Yes. Okay. So it seems as if you are taking the prince's quests.
2: To the best of our abilities which is to say there's no guarantee of anything.
4: Yes. Well, of course there's nothing I can do as I I'm only part of the third family, ready for the throne. However, if you are still willing to be the champion, this still could help bolster us.
2: That is actually why I returned. I wish to tell you that I will
4: be your champion. Is everyone else with hey, Haven right now? Is it just uh, what did you?
0: No, I'm I'm walking around the room, showing off my shimmery horns.
3: Uh, I don't know, okay. Haven. Did you walk away from us, or did you have us go with you?
0: Uh,
2: he left, and I kind of just I. As we came through, I just moved. I didn't...
4: Okay, then no, I'm not with... Raffaella, will kind of take you aside, trying to be out of earshot for everyone else, but like, look, the prince's plan seems to be one that might not work, potentially. Maybe if you find a place that doesn't suit well for us, it might work more in the Troik name. Which I would be more than willing to help advance us to find a place to live, right?
2: Absolutely. I must... I lower my voice as well. No disrespect to the prince, but... He asks simply, If we maybe might find some sort of place in our travels that would be convenient for you, could we help? And of course, the answer is yes. I never go back on a promise. But... We have no way of knowing when we will find that place. It could be tomorrow, it could be a year from now. This is a large civilization.
4: Or even maybe you find the world that could be workable for us, but in the long run is not. Maybe the prince's plan fails.
2: There's simply no way of knowing, is there?
4: Yes. Well, if you are still willing to be our champion, Allow me, and she will hand you 5,000 gold as your down payment. Thank you. She will also give you a small clam.
2: (laughs) I mean, take me to dinner first.
4: (laughs) You can use this to speak to me or my husband, Isaiah. At any time? When need, just sing to it, and it'll allow us to realize that you want to talk. Same goes the other way. If you hear a ethereal singing, it is probably us calling. These are called uh, Void Clouds.
2: Thank you. And what else could you possibly need of me, other than a championship six months from now, and perhaps not finding something of the
4: princess soon enough? At this time, we have no other plans. But if you are willing for extra work, I will be more than willing to inform you, as you are uh, very like-minded to me, and I like that. So, if something comes up, I will let you know first.
2: I would appreciate that. And you. I'm sorry, I haven't even been introduced to your husband.
4: Yes, Isaiah will come up. He is that of a human vampire. And he will greet you. She will say, this is my husband, Isaiah. He is one of the true vampire nobles that are here.
2: I see. Did you... Were you aware... Were you aware that the prince had a throne transported here for him to sit on while he dealt with us? Did you know that?
4: Well, of course. He wouldn't sit on anything less than that of Kolverg.
2: Is that typical? An heir of seventh in line for the throne?
4: Well, yes, of course. He is still royalty. And only royalty may sit upon that of the finest stone of Kulverg. I see. Even the seat that he had sat in the front there, if you notice, he was sitting upon a plate of Kulverg.
2: And why exactly what how exactly would my championship six months from now provided the prince's plan doesn't work how would that benefit you?
4: We supply the champion thus our clan gets name recognition we then now have prestige and pull in order to convince a middleverse fisherman to take up our plight and if our family is the one that is able to broker the deal then maybe we jump ahead of the other families for the next in line. I see. Not all battles are that, that need to be swung with a sword. No.
2: Absolutely not. I agree. Wholeheartedly.
4: Is there anything else you need of me?
2: Nothing. Thank you. And I will kiss her hand. And I will kiss his hand.
4: They will both bow gracefully to you. And then take each other's hand and walk off.
2: God, I hate court politics. Fuck. All right, I'll return to the group. Um, By the way, all of us took 2,500 gold from the 10,000 that he gave us, right? Because we're not, we don't have like a, a a person that's keeping individual, like gold individually altogether, right? right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So make sure you have that down.
3: Great. Mm -hmm. Do we want to buy anything here before we go?
0: Oh, we we still have the 1,000 that the Bundaburras gave us, since they did not take
4: it. Uh, well. True.
2: We could return that to the Bundaburras. It's a good will. When we return. Good good faith, yeah.
4: So do we want to do a shopping trip, or do we want to head back to the boat?
2: Oh, my patron said that they would uh, pay for training or armor, right? Weapons?
4: Yeah, that was what the... 5,000, 5,000 was for? Great. Yeah.
2: Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, mommy. Ooh. Um, yeah, let's see what they've got down here in fucking 5,000 longer civilization, huh? <laughs> they gotta have cool shit down here, right?
4: Yeah, they can. Um. So you have roughly about an hour before your uh, pendants will run out we so better
0: make it quick
4: yeah um so like do you want to go to like the top tier one or do you want to go like a middle one or our armorer I'm, I'm top. yeah
2: yeah top top tier. tier come on look at us we're swimming in it we're not we've got some money there's a little we, bit we can of money. we can see what the top tier is and then you know lower our expectations from there
3: yeah <laughs>